Welcome back to J2M's Just Two Mervs Talking Sports. Thank you for joining our episode today as we're going to change things up just a little bit, J2M's. I mean, hey, we only got a week left, if we're lucky, of the NBA bubble finals. And it's been a great ride in the bubble watching the NBA the last couple months, but it's coming to an end. And although I thought I was ready to talk NFL on this podcast after this weekend, eh, not so much. And uh, that's okay. We'll get there. But today, as I said, we're going to change things up. Let's get into a different conversation and let's talk to another Murph, not the coach. Let's not jump in the coach's corner like we usually do. We can get back there. Why don't we take a ride down to Professor's Place? That's right. We're bringing in the professor today, Professor JT. You probably know what that means. Something pop culture related. We've had a few of these episodes already that we've done. We're doing another one today. We're going to hit on the 80s sports movies. (laughs) Our top three. So we both came up with our three favorite 80s sports movies And we're going to chat about it in the professor's place. So without further ado, let's go ahead. Let's change it up a little bit different today in J2Ms and talk all good things, 80 sports. Professor JT, welcome back, my friend. So great to be back. Just two Mervs today. You know, I was talking to the coach last time. And of course, he's got the coach's corner, as we all know. He was thinking maybe this should be the professor's place. Oh, well, I. What do you think of that? I like having a place of residency that is uh, most, most highly encouraged. Wow. There you go, coach. The other Merv. Now, I'm sorry. We wish you were here. It's okay. We'll get you next time. But this is the professor's place. You've (laughs) made it. It's established. It's done. All right. Yeah. I'm, so, what, what are we going to talk about today? Do we have Do we have a plan to, to to talk about something, Professor? What's going on? Well, first off, let me welcome you to my humble abode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was thinking. Well, I you know, I really enjoyed talking about the '90s movies, and I thought, all right, let's talk. Let's fun. talk '80s. So we made a list. We we went with top three, and I was looking over them on IMDb because I did this search where you can search movies 1980, 1989. Sports and I clicked and hey, before you continue, yeah. What year were you born? I was born in 1984. Uh, yeah, the special special time for you in the 80s. You you got to get into this. It's your birthright, the 80s. Yes, 1984. Yeah, so it's interesting because like I, I was six. That was the oldest I was. It was like five, then six. It was 1990. So like I didn't really see a lot of these, and I didn't realize that until looking at them. I was like, oh man, I haven't seen like any of these movies. But I thought. Well, one of them, there was one movie that I was like, that's my movie. That's the one. That one is on there. And then the other ones, you know, I was like, okay, here we go. I guess I got to watch some movies. And I haven't seen movies in a while. So I thought, what the hey? And then I look at IMDb and I I didn't go with the obvious ones because I'm like, okay, you're going to have, Paul's going to pick these. So I went for the obscure and it made me watch Eh, it was not the best strategy because then I was like, there's no way I can put these movies on my list. Now I have to watch more. And I did end up going into a classic that is on the list. And uh, I ended up putting a movie that the other movie 
is a movie that I'd already seen. So it goes to show you, it's, you just sometimes try to get obscure, but you got to stick with the classics. But you just got into it. You actually turned on the Netflix, the Prime Video, the whatever, and you watched these yes. movies? Start um, well, there was a couple where, and I'll get, I mean, we can talk about it after. We got to get to the countdown, of course, but afterwards if you're interested in hearing the ones i watched you'll probably see why i deviated away i mean they, they're coming up in the search and they're highly rated they're they're sorted on imdb by popularity but it's you know so that is a good i think metric for looking at what what the best are and there's a couple on there where breaking down what we talked about last time like what makes a sports movie it's like you're watching this ain't no sports movie next next <laughs> so that happened a couple times one of them like one of them I, yeah and there's another thing i want to say getting into this you really notice in the 80s and what we were talking about with like movies shot on film like this you know these days all you need is an iphone and you can make a masterpiece right. and, and it can stand up next to like the high budget movie back then you needed mad money to get that good quality film so you have a movie that like is like made for cheap with just a little bit of low quality film or the high block budget blockbuster with the with the good stuff you can tell the difference so that's why in this era you see movies that are look like horribly dated and then other movies that look like well this could be from the 90s it's an interesting period because of that i am so excited because the 90s are great but the 80s the sports movies they just pump me up they make me feel good you got to start us off right how are we gonna do this the same as last time start with three then go two and then finish it off with the finale. Yeah. It's like mean, last time. Don't huh? mess with what worked well. We're going to go three, two, one. But uh, real quick, I want to hear your perspective, though, on like looking at these movies. I'd assume that you'd like, seen them all. That's what we're going to find out later, right? You're going to give me a little test on that. But I'm sure I've seen most of them. And, and I'm realizing as I did my research, again, it's all about the excitement. Of, just like you say, sports, sports movies, it's competition. It's, it's getting that thrill of, of sport. And for me, it's, it's all of the above. Like I I'm just, I'm just fired up, man. I'm ready to go. All right. Well, you got to start it off then. What's your number three. Okay. I'm going to kick it off a little different, <laughs> different than last time okay. for each one of my movies. You, you might like this. You might not. We'll find out. So let's, let's see if you can get this reference. This is how I'm doing it. Right? I'm going to reference it a little bit different. Okay. Ready? Okay. It's all right. <laughs> Nobody worry about me. It's all right. Nobody worry about me. Look at me. I'm a dancing gopher. It's all right. 1980. Nobody. Oh, worry. Come on. I'm sorry, dude. I had to go. Caddyshack. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, hold on. I, hold on. Before we get into the yeah. movie. And I know you want me to get in the rock bands. Everybody does. The <laughs> Yacht Rock. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. This is his first entree to corporate rock. Yeah, yeah. The soundtrack of the 80s, right? Because he had this. Footloose. Then he had Danger Zone with Top Gun. Then he had Footloose. But this was like an iconic song. Wow. He was the man of the soundtrack. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, get into it then. Tell me about about (laughs) Caddyshack. It's debatable on if it's the best comedy of all time. Yes. Right? Well, that's the, you've seen Caddy. Uh, so this right? is the, the the debate of the movie. Is I know the movie is iconic, obviously for the obvious reasons. But in terms of me seeing it, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, and I saw it like way too young. Uh, I so I saw right. like the 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 baby. The, Not appropriate. This poo poo in the pool. Yeah, the pool scene. You have uh, and then you have the gopher 
you know, the, yeah. the crazy antics with the gopher. But I never saw it as an adult. And I know like there's a lot of adult humor and stuff in it. So, yeah, unfortunately, I kind of miss that one. And I, I think it, I should probably – I need to go back to that one, obviously. Well, for anybody who's played golf out there, you know this movie. It's a classic golf movie. It's Bushwood Country Club, right? And if you're <laughs> a caddy – I was a caddy as a kid. It's all about the caddy experience, the big caddy competition at the end. But it's such a quotable movie, too. Be the ball, Noonan. You don't know any of these references, huh? Yeah, well, you have to go tell me the actor that plays the character. Okay, sure. So you got uh, Chevy Chase. Of course. And that's what I think of. And he was the one that was always just kind of, he was like the, the rich golfer guy, right? And he had the caddy around his arm and he's like, come on, Danny, be the ball, be the ball. That is, you know, the blindfold on, trying to take the trick shots. That's what was fun. It was, it was a lot of comedy. But uh, yeah, if, if you haven't really seen it, then I can see why that's probably not on your list. Well, you know, to be honest, it, it, you know, the great movies, we know what the great ones are. And I saw this as a kid, but, you know, the ones that are great, you're going to seek out. And there's a reason I avoided it. I was thinking about it. And I think a couple things just like kind of turned me off. And that's Bill Murray. Not that he wasn't funny in this, but it's like people always have that awful impression that's so bad. And it's that character that's kind of like just obnoxious and um. But I, I haven't been fair to it. But Rodney Dangerfield and then Ed Knight, which is an old school reference, Mary Tyler Moore show. You know, the guy, Judge Smales. You've heard that, right? Yeah, man. It's a great, I'm not going to debate you on it. It's obviously a great movie. I saw it when I was a kid. It made me feel uncomfortable. And uh, I need to see it again. Yeah. Before we're going to get into your number three, that after we get up this podcast, you're probably going to pull out one of those Kenny Loggins albums that you have. Well, you know, it's funny to know that he was such, I, I, I guess I didn't make that connection. He was like making music for multiple movies, but Footloose, love that song. Great song. All right, man. What's your number three? Number three. Okay. Well, the funny thing is too, like, it's not, this, this is a movie. Again, I caught this one as an adult and I'll get into that. Why I'm really into it now as an adult, but the movie's the karate kid, the original. Ooh. And nice uh, yeah. And it's like, I noticed going through all the eighties movies, like the eighties sports, there was a big com- competitive sports, you oh, know, yeah. ma- mano and the karate kid. Like that's a movie that, um, you like the, you know, the coach, you and the coach, I remember getting really into that, but I was like young and, and I didn't understand. I kind of like missed that where I was getting Put into the body bag. Yeah. Yeah. I had Ninja Turtles. You had karate kid kind of thing. Or Mike had a karate kid. Uh, but anyway, like with this movie, you know, the thing that got, you know, what got me into it, right? What was that? Cobra Kai. Of course. Yeah. That's silly me. It's on Netflix now. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of people that are just getting to Cobra Kai now. Like it just came it's out. It's a great show. Like, where you been, man? It's a great show. And I have to, I I think I just want to talk about Cobra Kai. So (laughs) what's amazing about Cobra Kai is with all these old franchises, like, oh my God, how many have been rebooted horribly? I don't even need to name the names, but (laughs) cough, Ghostbusters, horrible. Uh, But they've done it a million times. They just try to bring back the old franchise and it's like, they ruin it. I mean, God forbid. I mean, I think they did a good job of Star Wars, the first one, but Anyway, Cobra Kai does it perfectly. They bring in the humor. They got the original cast you haven't seen in in ages. You're getting a fresh take on it. You're getting a new generation for the old guys to pass off the torch. You got references to the first movie. It really comes across like they're taking the franchise seriously and they care about it so much. So I was like, now I got to go back and watch the original Karate Kid, which of course I'd seen bits and pieces of. 
But going from Cobra Kai to that, it was like awesome. It just deepened it so much more. It makes you realize like people that get really into movies, they take it to another level. I mean, I've seen the Karate Kid probably 50 times. Love it. But never in my wildest dreams would it would end. I go, oh, man, it was a great movie. But I really, really want to wonder what's going to happen now that Billy, what's a guy's character that, that got, that was the mean guy that, that, uh, that Which lost one? Ralph Macchio. What was his name? Billy? <laughs> I should know. What the hell was his name in the, in the movie? The character. Oh shoot! Hold on, guy. Hold on, looking. I guess I think that's the actor's name is Billy. Hold on. Anyway, like these guys were actually thinking like this guy was the man in high school, the best karate guy out there. He loses to Ralph Macchio, but now they want to wonder what happens to him twenty years down the line. What happens to Ralph Macchio's character? Yeah, yeah, they did it. Yeah, Yeah, the the actor's name is William Zabka or Zabka. I've been Uh, watching too many YouTube uh, interviews on Comic Con about these guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I love Cobra Kai, man. And it's, it's Johnny Lawrence. He's the main antagonist. There you go. Yeah, put him in a body bag, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> and they in season one, I think, or maybe it was the last season, they had the the body bag guy die, and he ended up in a body bag. Right. So it's like that's yeah. They do these yeah. deep references, and they show the scenes, actual iconic scenes from Karate Kid on Cobra yeah. Kai. Oh, like, oh, cool. Love that. That is so like that's what really makes it feel so like tied to that universe um it's great to see uh someone like a show finally do it right and i'm pumped for the next season although a little nervous they're moving it over to netflix um we'll see a big change right. going from youtube uh, hopefully it doesn't change the show for the, the negative but yeah those first two seasons so bingeable too and i i can never binge watch anything but i was like let's just throw another one on so that's my number three is Karate Kid, but it's because Love of it. it's because of Cobra Kai, and you know, as a sports movie, I mean, it goes without saying. I mean, it's such a great competitive man to man sport. You know, oh, yeah. like karate, what it means, like mentally, spiritually, physically, and then you have, um, you know, as as a contrast to these other movies, when you think of the sports movie, you think of the team. You know, this is a little bit different, but although that the dojo is very team like as well, I so, like that. So, although hey, I, I pick golf, and golf's a it's not a team sport. That's a one on one thing, a little bit different than karate. But I think at our number three, we both went that way. Yeah, and just to go into the golf thing to Caddyshack, like the the team aspect is almost like a social class. You have like the elites, and then you have like I'm just a scrappy upstart. Can I get my jacket? And, you know, <laughs> woo, <laughs> donk. Oh man! Yeah, those are All good right, number three. Let's get our number our number two. Do you want to kick off no, number two? I think you, go should, for I think it. you should go. You want me to? Yep. All right. Remember, I have my little thing right where where, where, I, where I kick it off. So last one you didn't get this one. If you don't get this one, we got some serious, serious, serious issues. Okay. <laughs> All right, what is it? If you build it, he will go. Oh, of course, Field of Dreams. <laughs> that was Field basic. of Dreams. Yeah. But come on, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it, tell me about it. I'll tell you my thoughts in a moment. Another movie I've seen at least 40 to 50 times. I mean, it's got everything you want in a sports yeah. movie. Right? Yeah. Classic baseball. Uh, but, it, but it's also that heartwarming tug. It's not just the competition. It gets that emotion of sports because let's face it. You become a sports fan because of your, your elders. Totally. So for me, it was my, my father. My father loved baseball. I love baseball. Dad, you want to have a catch? <laughs> it was very, very emotional when that happened at the end, right? There's a big scene there. It's been. Because that's what it's all about, right? If you build it, it will come. Where's this going? It's all about his dad and his relationship. But weaved in there 
is true baseball and iconic, iconic cast. Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones, Burton Lancaster, (laughs) Moonlight Graham. I mean, it's just so much. They even have Fenway Park in there for crying out loud. Yes, absolutely. You know, like it's been so long. This was a movie I literally saw and, and I still remember it. I saw it when I was like five. And you know, a movie's good if you remember it and you saw it when you were five. But when I going through these movies, I didn't choose that one to rewatch because I was like, either of these other ones I haven't seen and I'm certain you were going to say it. But as I went on to watch like a few horrible movies, I was like, thinking about field of dreams again and i was like whoa maybe that should be on my list because like i still remember it i just don't remember the plot as much but i remember what sticks out of my mind is like when you see those old ball players come back almost like they're ghosts or something out of the cornfield and i guess like that's kind of my what my thing in my head i'm like oh man how does that come across like i haven't watched it as an adult because that is a little weird it's like kind of supernatural <laughs> supernatural stuff going on here so oh, yeah. I think that's why I did Janelle. I just didn't have a good understanding of the movie. But like, yeah, it sounds like you've like have that movie memorized. And another iconic guy that we didn't even mention, Ray Liotta as Shoeless Joe Jackson. Okay. When he goes, if you build if you build it, it'll come. It was Ray Liotta's character, who's a well known baseball player from back in the day that was, you know, taken off the list of being in the Hall of Fame because he cheated on baseball. Shoeless Joe Jackson. It's a well known thing. So that's what we thought it was all about, like making it better for Shoeless Joe. So his character was big in it. And the funny thing is about at the end where, where it was actually his dad that this was all about, he was just some obscure character or actor we don't even know that he oh, wanted to play catch. Ray Liotta? No, no, no. We thought it was going to be all about easing Ray Liotta's pain, Shoeless Joe Jackson, getting him in, you know, making him feel better for all the bad things he did to baseball. But no, like that, that's where they tricked us in the movie. There was just so many plot lines and storylines. They actually lines. do come back. They're like, they're physically manifested. Yeah. Yes. And it's not really well explained at all. It's just like kind of happens. No. That's such a cool thing about it. Automatic. Yeah. And, and it's so cool because like as a sports movie to, to touch on and to explore the historical aspect of it and how it's, it's cemented in like the quintessential American sport, baseball. And uh it came out on May. I just saw it came out on May fifth, nineteen eighty nine. So barely edging its way into the nineties, um, the eighties. But um, it, it was like a cultural phenomenon. I still remember that being so young. That was the other thing I did. Not not that it was like in my mind to do it, but I did obviously three movies. My first one was the beginning of the decade. Caddyshack was nineteen eighty. Feel the dreams is nineteen. Yeah, you just went. You leaped. I want to give it away. You leaped it all. I'm definitely in the middle. Yeah, you just one. jumped so. all the way. Well, you know what? I think. I'm going to have to say that is the correct answer. I, you know, I didn't put it on the list. Cause I, I thought it would be brought up and I guess I hadn't, you know, I, I had to go with some other ones, but as a, as a sports movie, like this is a movie that loves its sport. You know, in real time right now, I know this is weird, but I got a text from the coach. He just said his number one is field of dreams. Yeah. That is the correct answer. Coach, you are dead on. And I agree. And I'm, you know, I can't take back my top three, but I think that is the correct answer. It is a movie that loves the sport that it's portraying and everything is about the love of that game. And uh, I'm going to have to watch it again. Glad I waited on it. Now I'll truly enjoy it. There you go, man. Number two, give it to us. So my number two, you know, I, I, I watched several movies like preparing for this, but when I looked at the list of movies, there was one that I'd seen, one that I loved, one that I knew would be on there. And I'm going to have to bring it into number two, because one of the four movies I did watch, which I'll tell you about, I did put as my number one. However, this was one that has 
It's carried me through my childhood to my adult life. Ooh. I'm going to give you a quote. I'm going to give you a quote, and you can tell me if oh. you can guess the movie. Now, I, now I know the coach loves this movie. And I don't think there's any, although it is a little bit un, unorthodox in, in the times the movie was made for this to be considered a sport. But by anyone's definition, it is certainly a sport in 2020, considered okay. a serious sport, as a matter of fact. But oh the quote is, I love the power glove. It's so bad. Darn it. Right. It's like you. I got you. You got me. What is it? I have no idea. It is starring a young Fred Savage. Oh my God. Is this like summer love or summer baseball or, or no, no, no. Fred wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Oh, you know what I was thinking? Freddie Prince Jr. I I've never even seen it. All right. So completely stumped me. I don't know. Must. Now I know we've had this conversation about other movies. Pinball, pinball movie. Close. It is, it is close, but, um, you must watch this movie. I know that I've said this about other movies and I didn't mean it, but I mean it now about this one. This is a movie that came out like, I want to say 1989. I know the coach knows this movie. I remember, I think we watched it together. It's all about these little kids growing up in California or no, sorry. These kids growing up in like a different part of the country. Actually, you know what? I think they live in Boston or they're from new England and they're Fred Savage's character and this other little girl. And then there's this like, little kid and the little kid's like autistic or something and like they're at the the arcade and he's playing double dragon I'm look this up, I just saying. he's playing double dragon the video game but like the, in okay. the arcade and he's like got the high score and they're like whoa and the little kid's like a mute he's like hmm. and they're like whoa and they find out about a video game competition this is talking nintendo days video games video games what oh yeah because this is competitive video gaming Oh my God! And and they go across the country to California to to play in the video game competition, the, the national video game competition. And what game do they play? They unveil world premiere before the game was even released. In oh, Super kind of Mario Three. The first time the world saw Super Mario Three was in this movie. So it was like the marketing and the movie all into one. And they had that, so they had to play Mario three, and then you get some Universal Studios action in there, a little (laughs) advertising for them. You see, they're on the ride, King Kong's in there. It's just a fun movie that, as a kid, you love. It's got tons of video. Got me on the competition. You got me. You got me there. But other than that, wow, that's a stretch, Professor. Let me tell you why. Now, now in sporting events, it's a a competitive event, a game of skill, or playing against someone else. This had all the beats of that. It's leading up to the big game, the big moment. Uh-huh. It's them traveling across the country, leaving their origin to go somewhere new, find something amazing, the American dream, under this whole like idea of being competitive. And they're going yeah. all the way out to this thing. And they're, all along the way, he has to battle with all these different people. And the guy, he goes to this one kid's house. And it's hilarious. He puts the power glove on. He's like, come on, let's play. <laughs> it's like, and that's his first test of the thing. That's the first time the kid's like, I can't do it. He's too good. But he has to hone his skills. Oh, Christian Slater. Christian Slater's the older brother. Yeah, that's right. He's there too. He's like, whoa. Oh, Bridges. Bo Bridges is the father. Right. Yeah, Bo Bridges is the father. I have never seen this movie. It's so good. And it's got like a road trip feel too. It's unquestionably. Yeah, 1989, you just squeaked it in. Huh? It is unquestionably. I, I, if, if anyone disagrees with me, please debate me on this podcast. 
Not surprised that you're going to get a little outside the box there. Not not a problem at all. It's okay. It was the only one I knew. It was the only one I actually knew and loved. So man, that that threw me for a loop. All right, should we do a little drum roll? It's time for <laughs> number one. But hopefully you've seen this movie and you'll get this reference. Otherwise, we're in trouble because it's going to take a little. <laughs> uh oh. Here we go. Uh oh. Do 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 do. Come on, man. Hoosiers. I just watched it today. Yeah. I just watched it today. The music goes throughout the entire movie. I don't think they shut off the theme music. It starts off like really slow in the beginning. But literally, totally. the entire movie, even for the dramatic yeah, yeah, no, moment, absolutely. I don't I, shut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. They got the through line score. I did watch it. You know, I do have a baby in the house here. So it wasn't the full theatrical experience, but I watched it today. Was that your first time? That was my first time seeing the movie. Wow. Yeah. I just watched it today. First time. Like, it's got all the hits. I will reveal to you now it is also my number one. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! yeah! Oh! <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, it's like you find. Tell me why. Well, I like again. I watched three movies before. I can get into those after if you want. But it, when I put, I was like, you know what? Forget it. Put on Hoosiers. It's obviously going to be good. Put it on right away. Yeah, it's number one. It was clear. I don't know. I mean, and I, I do you know the year this movie was made? Let me look. Nineteen eighty-six. Yeah, right in the middle there. So like, That's right. it's funny because. The 80s, like, it seems like a lot of tropes. The 70s and 80s probably made a lot of these cliches, but the 90s were so good because they built on these, like, kind of cliches. And it almost felt like Hoosiers, like, because a lot of it was what we'd see as cliche, but you can tell it's like, this is like the first time it's really been done. But yeah, I mean, the reason I liked it first and foremost was there was actually the sport going on. There's a lot of basketball in it. There's a lot of it. Um, and the, you know, the, the involvement of the coach, you really have like the central core. The coach. Like, the, yeah, the, the, you know, Gene Hackman, I love him. And he's a great, oh, yeah. great actor, great performance. He was a, he was a college coach. That was really successful, but something went wrong. We don't quite know what, but now he's brought in by his his friend to be a little high, uh, to be a high school coach in this small Indiana town. Yep. Why would he go from a college yeah. coach to this? What happened? Yep. Is that going on? Dennis Hopper. Yes, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drunk. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. I liked that. Like in the beginning, you got like. Have the whole towns against him, and then up there in the stands, he's a guy with a little grin on his face because he knows. And there you go; it goes to show. They you. just couldn't hold. They they tried to you know corral him in. <laughs> you know, got him all dressed up nice, sobered him up. Got it. Could do the guy was smart. Yeah, he was a good assistant coach, but he he just had that moment, broke down, couldn't handle it. Yeah, his poor son. His son's on the team, so yep. embarrassed of his father. Lots of notes to hit on this movie. Oh my god! Yeah, the, like so, I love that it was a right off the bat. I was like, when I put it on, I was like, oh, cool. I really liked that historical vibe. And then you got like another theme, which I noticed in another movie, which I can bring up later. But it's you know the same theme, but executed way less uh, well. It was the other movie I watched didn't do it justice, but the, it's the same theme, which is the small town and the small town, the, the, the sports, what it means to that town. Like it's so yeah. like important to this small rural area or this like kind of working class area. Well, I don't know if you know this or not. And that that's the whole, you know, it's called Hoosiers, but it's a well-known fact 
if you're a big basketball person, that that is basketball. The state of right. Indiana, yeah, Indiana, they're all yeah. about hoops. Totally. And for me, I was about to get into high school, and I was a big basketball player, and this is high school hoops. So we were all about this movie, right? We we knew all the plays they ran. Run the picket fence, do the picket fence. And then Jimmy Chitwood hitting the shot to win the whole championship for them at the end. Oh, so emotional. Yeah. Love that yeah and you see like Gene Hackman come in and he's like, it's very like that. They will don't make him like this anymore. I'll tell you going in there, oh, the yeah. patriarch, I'm going to whip some discipline into you boys. And it's a ragtag group of kids, all white. They're like, you know, they're in the whole town. They got to the church. Yeah. Right. And they were doing a vote to get rid of them because nobody in the town wanted them. And then Jimmy Chitwood, like the best ball player they had in town. He never wanted to play for the team. And he comes in with his basketball, dribbling it. They're like, oh, Jimmy's back. Jimmy's back. And he goes, I'll only come back if you keep the coach. Yeah, yeah. All in favor? Aye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, Gene, what can you say? Gene Hackman's a great actor. And they, I oh. love that they had the, the, the sports action in the movie. Like the, the, right. the editing of those sequences where they're playing basketball was like watching basketball. Well, forget about 80s. It's a debatable thing on if it's the best sports movie literally of all time. Yeah, totally. Because it's because of course it's gonna be our number one. Absolutely. And that's like kind of what I was getting at. Like when I'm watching these movies, like, wait a minute, this is about sports. Like, what's the best sports movie? Like, what makes a movie that's a like a sports movie, a true sports movie? And this has got to be the love of the game. That what is needs to be at the center of it. And that's what was at the center of this movie. So yeah, okay. So do you want to hear like the movies that I watched that did not make the cut? You watch a lot of them, man. Let's hear them. Okay, so the first one. So I'm looking at this list on IMDb, and I'm like, you know, I see in the top now first three spots are all the Karate Kid movies. Now this is on IMDb, and they weight this on like popularity. So I believe. Wait, 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 wait. So you so you looked up 80 sports movies, and the first three that pop up are the three Karate Kid. Now this is the way IMDb rates them, and I think it's like it's like mixing together how searched it is. It's like the user score, but I think it takes in everything and gives it a grade. But it's so it's not based off one thing but it seems pretty good the way they have it ranked but you have all the three karate kids karate kid one three and then two uh in that order then paul guess what number four is caddyshack ah there we go so and then and then we have some others down here but going down the list you have field of dreams at nine but i was kind of like reading and looking through and like once you hit like the like around like the 15 to 20 mark, you have some really interesting looking movies. And I'm like, okay, right. I, I want to see this. So Let's see if I know these. I yeah. Guess. yeah. So of course I saw, um, all, well at 22, I guess this one appealed to me. Cause like we talked about Tom Cruise last time, days of thunder as well as top gun. I've missed a lot of his movies. So I see 1983 at number 22 on the list. You have all the right moves. Oh, wait, wait. You just said the year 1983. I think that's when Risky Business came out. This was the Tom Cruise we all love. Yeah, I think all the right moves came out right around the same time. Oh, such a good movie. Yeah. And don't forget, God rest his soul. He's no longer with us. Chris Penn. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He, I forgot that guy's name, but I totally knew that. Like, I'm like, I know that guy's in Pulp Fiction, whatever. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. But, um, when I watched the movie, first of all, like, dude, it's doesn't, it's not aged well. It's very, like, it's not really a sports movie. It's more of like a coming of age movie. There's a lot of weird sexual stuff going on in it. Um, and but it did get good to me. It's about a high school football team. It's true, but it's really about. There's a lot of scenes where like 
Tom Cruise is all horned up. And what they did well was they have the same thing. High school, man. This I know, but there's a scene in the beginning where literally a kid holds up the top of his desk with his boner. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I had to like look it up because I didn't understand. I thought he was like, I thought it, something else was happening. I don't know. It's just, I was like, wow, this movie's going in right now. And then there's a, there's a locker room scene in this movie where you're like, whoa, what is going on here? There's some dancing and all sorts of stuff going on in that. Welcome to the early 80s, Woo! my friend. I was like, oh my goodness, what did I get myself into here? Good where? old days. I was like, where is the football? And then all of a sudden, they bring in the coach who played a coach in the show coach. Craig T. <laughs> uh, yeah, doing the role he knows so well. But um, he, it was really cool because the thing they did well was like, they're all trying to get out of this town. Like you get a sense, like it is a drag being in this town and you, it's like America that like the decay of America, which it's sad, you know, especially thinking about today, but like people like can't get out of their town. There's like a steel mill there. And it's like probably being outsourced at that time. People are like, I lived in, I worked, your father's father worked at this dang mill, but everyone wants to leave. And uh, so hold on. This was your fourth movie out of the, out of the four that you watched. This should have been in well, there instead of the wizard. This is what I watch. I disagree because they they only touched on football a little bit. It was more about getting out of the town and coming of age and you know all that stuff, which it did an okay job at. But when it, the coach, like he wanted to go to a different team, so everyone wants to leave, and you can tell they're just got. It goes to show you can't go into a competition fueled by negativity, and that's all it was. They were all <laughs> negative. I hate hate, and they went in, they lost the game, and then they got all mad at each other. Now, when they did that, that was like, now they finally got me. And then all of a sudden it shows Tom Cruise, like going to the steel mill. And then the coach shows up and he's like, all right. He's like, uh, just kidding. Time to go to my, my college team. And it's like, yay. And it's over. And I was like, whoa, that was a cop out ending there. So it kind of wraps up like neatly. Really, My fast. only memory of that movie is the, is the actual uh, sport of it. Like the, Very um, little of that. Being, being on the field where he's a recruited I think it's safety. He's, play, he's a deep, he's a defensive back, I believe, Tom Cruise's character. And him playing on the field and he blows a play and the coach gets in his face and he's very angry towards Tom Cruise. But I just remember the competition. There's very know. little in the movie. I mean, if you watch huh. it back, like, yes, like if you're going to base the movie just on those scenes, fine. But it's outweighed by all this, the extra scenes with the girlfriend and him being a baby. Right. And there's like the town and so you wanted to put this in there and then you just looked uh, at it all the way through and went, eh, well i was thinking not, not yeah i was thinking about it. i'm like this isn't a sports movie and again i realized jerry Maguire. i'm like tom cruise if he's in it it's a sports <laughs> movie it's not a really a sports movie it's probably about something else you know like the money of the game or being a, a whiny baby and wanting to go to college you know and it's funny because you can literally in the beginning of this movie you can literally see pimples on his face like oh man he's literally pimply face um but yeah, you know, oh it God. wasn't. It's it's didn't it didn't age well. But uh, I like the themes in it. Sim, but Hoosiers did it like so much better. But uh, the other movies. Uh, now now we're getting zany here. Okay. All right. <laughs> so what else we got? so I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the synopsis, and you can tell me if you uh, if you um, can name the movie. A race car driver is driving to a race in a motorhome. Days of Thunder. Oh, no, we already. No, no, no. This is, this is 1982. I'll tell you the year. A race car driver is driving to a race in a motorhome with his race car on a trailer. He gets stripped and then it gets stripped of its parts. He ends up with six orphan kids on his way, on his way to win the race. 1982, the movie is Six Pack and it stars none other than. Whoa. Now I'm a fan of this guy, unironically, but it stars Kenny Rogers. 
Ooh, that's and nice. I got to check that one out. And it's funny because I realized with this and, and the other movie I watched, uh, All the Right Moves, they both have the same, like a lot of movies <laughs> in the 80s. They have like a theme song and it's like starts off and it's like the song. Right. And that was in the All the Right Moves. It's like, she got all the right moves. Right. She got all the right. That's what I was saying earlier with the Kenny Loggins. The 80s was all about the soundtrack, all about the songs. Absolutely. But yeah, six pack. Like Kenny Loggins, or not Kenny Loggins, Kenny Rogers. It's, it is so bad. I mean, I was like, I'm wasting my time. I was like, I'd be putting it on the list just to be like funny. So I didn't watch much of that one, but I did almost get through this next movie, the entire movie, but I had to put it off when I realized I was an hour into it. And there was like, like 30 seconds of what would be considered a sport. But it is. It was a pretty solid movie. It's kind of weird too. Right. Tough trucker Lincoln Hawk is determined to win back his son in triumph at the World Arm Wrestling Championships. Oh, 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 yes, nineteen eighty-seven. Yes. So yeah, what's um, the movie? Called? Over yes, the top. over the top, dude. Oh, of course. Like what with the kid and he's like the the kid. The actor was actually a really good actor. The little boy there. Um, yeah. He's like, absolutely not, sir. I am trained to be a military man. And he's like, come on, kid. I'll show you how I make money. But it just got, there was no. I, that was your prototypical Sylvester Stallone, you know, getting into the 80s. He had a bunch of those types of movies. But you know what? As you, we, we talk about him, I'm surprised neither one of us said Rocky. I mean, Rocky well, that, yeah. is in the 80s. Yeah, well, the first Rocky, I think, is the 70s. Is it? So, like, I'll go. Yeah, okay. so I'll tell you what the first, what, guess what the first Rocky is on this list. It's got to be Rocky. I think Rocky 2 came out in, like, 1980. At, at number 11 on IMDb ranked for sports movies from 80 to 89. At 11, it was the first from the Rocky franchise. It was Rocky 4, 1985. So that's, that's. Okay. Now, I'll tell you, I really wanted to watch this next one, and I didn't. Because I had already like, I'm not, I'm not gonna go like roll the dice on Tom Cruise again. But this was clearly gonna get, like it has to be a better movie. It's number twelve at ni- 1986, Color of Money, uh, which is directed by Martin oh. Scorsese, stars Paul Newman um, and Tom Cruise. So that yeah, I mean that must be a good movie, right? That might be my favorite Tom Cruise movie. Really? Is it a sports? Is it a sports movie though? Does it deserve this spot on the? Ah, uh, I would say we're talking competition. If it oh, goes, God. I mean, you had a video game movie in here for crying oh, out loud. Oh yeah, no pool. Well, pool is a sport. Absolutely, definitely a sport. No doubt, no doubt. And it's all about pool. Well, there you go. That's a sports movie then. Um, and then there was one. I think there was one. So I did. All the right moves, six pack, and over the top. But I wanted to, yeah, let me run a couple. That was the ones I watched with Hoosiers, but let me run by a couple more to see if you can name the movie and if you've seen them. All right. Okay. So, number 21, this movie came out in 1986. The story of one young man, Crew Jones, who has the intensity and desire to win a BMX race called Hell Track. You really did get obscure. I shouldn't be surprised at all. I didn't see I this know. one. I just was curious if you had, but it's it looks it looks good. It's called Rad, and it's about BMX. Rad. You never saw Rad. No. Okay. Okay. But it it, it fits the criteria. And, Competition and, and the, bike racing. The wizard does come in at number twenty-seven. Okay, this one sounded wow. good. This one sounded good. Although it also sounded like a critic. Hold on. What is this list? Obscure eighties. No, no. It's movies. every every movie from the eighties. That was that right. came out that had and the wizard came in at what number uh, on that list? Let's see, it came up at the wizard was twenty seven. All right, so at twenty nine. Now this has some a famous star in it, and I was curious because this like 
trope has been used in other movies. I didn't know if you see it. A rookie high school football coach has a harder time than she expected trying to whip her tough inner city team into shape. 1986. That sounds like Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, close. uh, She's another dame, uh, another blonde dame. Darn it. Oh, Wildcats. Goldie Hawn. Yep. Yep. Got it. Nice. You got it. You got it. Uh, Have you seen it? Uh, a little bit, but I mean, okay. I, I think I remember seeing it at Blockbuster on the video aisle. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wait, that's rated R. I don't know if I'm allowed to get it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. Not a classic. Not a classic. Uh, hold on. All right. So this one I wanted to see, and I was like, this sounds like a good movie, but it's pretty far down the list, so maybe it's not. And I've never heard of it before, but it's a dramatization of the Black Sox scandal when the underpaid Chicago White Sox accepted bribes to deliver Eight the news. John How Kusick. is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, it? that's up there. I mean, it, cool. if you notice, most of them are baseball movies, really. Yeah. The Natural. Yeah, the Natural is another one. I was. De- I almost actually debated whether I was going to have The Natural or Field of Dreams. Did that come up on your list? The Natural. The Natural is, is top rated for sure. Yeah, have that's, you seen that's that movie? number number eight with Robert Redford. Oh. Right? Seemingly unknown, uh, out of middle age unknown, comes out of nowhere. Incredible, legendary. Yeah, no, that so that, a- that is debatable on whether it's number one. It's that good. Okay, why didn't you no, put that on your list? Everything we're talking about, the actual sports, it's all about the baseball. It's uh, no, it's What's all about it? that one scene. You've heard. <laughs> it. Do, do, I'm not gonna do 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 do. Oh, that's the do, theme. Do, do. Okay, that do, sounds familiar. Do, 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 do. <laughs> When he hits the baseball under the lights, you know, I've never seen, I've never seen, never it. seen the natural. Nope. See that first, then watch the black Sox. What? Okay. So it's better than a minute. Cause I think we, I know where you're going with this. What's great about watching that movie. Watch that first. John Cusick's character is shoeless Joe Jackson. And it's all about that oh, scandal. Got a tie. Ray Liotta and feel the dreams. Shoeless Joe Jackson. It all ties together. That is a great double feature. I like me a good double there you feature. Go. I got some time. Maybe when the baby's a little older, I might have more there you time. Go. All right, so let's recap our list. All right, man. You go first. All right. So what were your what was your list? I you know, I again, you know, looking at the whole thing throughout the 80s, it could have been a lot of different movies, but I tried to keep it classics and but have a little fun at the same time. That's yeah. why number three I had to go with Caddyshack, a little comedy, but definitely a lot of competition. My number two was what was my number two field of dreams which could have easily been number one and then of course if you know listening to this podcast we love basketball we all know i'm a basketball yep. fan it's got to be hoosiers number one there you go so you had golf and baseball and then uh basketball i think i did the same thing last time i, I might have had a football movie in there but i well, definitely football had got no love no what's love that football. football didn't get love i think we're no at- no football we don't talk about football on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but football, no, no good right now. All those movies are terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so my top three, coming in at number three, I had The Karate Kid, the original. Number two, The Wizard. Yes, it is a sport movie. I like video game. Video gaming is serious business these days. And number one, Hoosiers saw it for the first time today, and I have to agree with Paul. It is undisputed number one sports movie from the 80s. Man, I love, I love it. I love it. Dude, as always, Professor's Place coming through, loving the movies. But you, you know that a few times I've been thrown out, maybe we should do a little rock bands, a little music, and you, and you get a little 
a little frustrated with that. Uh, I'm no, I'm a couple podcasts ago, Look. I think that's the other reason I brought a Kenny Loggins in. I, I have some people out there do, that want to do a yacht rock. Oh man, podcast. man! Well, you know, now that we're here at my humble abode, I do have my vinyl collection ready to go. So, so maybe that's next time in the professor's place. A little music. Yeah, I can get down with that. Just, just throw, throw it on wax, as they say. Yeah. Uh, hey, we we got to come up with different things, different ideas, because unfortunately for me. The bubble, the NBA bubble, which has been so much fun to watch. It's pretty much almost over. And and I got nothing right now. So, but I also we always got J2Ms. We got we got the classic movies. We'll do some bands. We'll come up with different ideas. And and it's really kind of on you too, because this is the professor's place. Well, yeah. I mean, thanks for stopping by. You know, that's all I have to say. But next time, make sure to bring the coach, because I think we need to expand this conversation a little bit. That'll be a little weird getting the coach out of the coach's corner and bring him into a, like another. Hey, come, over. Hey, coach. come on over. Come on hey. over to professor's place. The water's just fine. Come on in. I love it, man. All right. Sounds good. We'll talk soon. All right. See you later. See ya. Well, thanks again, professor. That was a lot of fun hitting on 80 sports movies. We broke down another category here in J2M's. Always doing a zig and a zag here, aren't we? Doesn't always have to be about live sports. We'll get there with the NFL. I'll get my mojo back. I won't be so frustrated with them. And we'll we'll be here to talk about it. But until then, like I've been throwing out a few times, let's get some new guests in here. Let's talk about some different categories. You know I want to hit on the rock bands. Is that sports related? It, It can be somehow, right? We can come up with something. Maybe I got to get something on the uh, Facebook group page. Uh, put a poll out there. See what you guys want to hear. But uh, we'll, we'll figure something out. We'll keep this coming here like we always do on J2Ms. So as always, appreciate the support. Keep on subscribing, downloading, doing what you do best out there. We're going to keep on bringing the content. But until then, J2Ms, we're out.